Hi there, and welcome to the Pearls from My Mom podcast. Every mom has special pearls of wisdom she passes on to her kids. In this podcast, we'll be talking about those pearls of wisdom, as well as the life lessons that our moms have passed down to us. We will be sharing to keep the legacy alive. Hello, hello, and welcome to Pearls from My Mom, the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Hutt, and today I have a special Mother's Day episode for you. I know that Mother's Day can be especially hard on those of us who have lost our moms. This will be the third year I won't be able to call my mom to tell her how much she means to me on Mother's Day, and it certainly does sting. I'm lucky enough to have children of my own that shower me with handmade drawings and beautifully crafted macaroni necklaces. I wanted to put together this episode to let you know that I understand it can be a rough day when your mom is gone, and that I hope you're able to practice plenty of self-care and hopefully even enjoy the day. Interestingly enough, Mother's Day was actually started by someone who had lost her mother. The origins of Mother's Day in the United States is a complicated tale, and there are many great articles and even podcast episodes that cover it beautifully. I can link those in the show notes so you can check those out if you want a more comprehensive history, but here are just a few important facts for you. The first Mother's Day in the United States was a memorial celebration held in 1908 by Ann Jarvis for her mother Ann Reeves Jarvis, who died in 1905. Ann's proposal for the holiday was rejected by Congress, but by 1911 all of the states in the U.S. recognized the holiday, and in 1914... President Woodrow Wilson signed a proclamation designating Mother's Day to be held on the second Sunday in May. Anne started the holiday to be an intimate celebration of the woman who gave you everything. She thought it would be best celebrated by spending quality time with mothers for those who were lucky enough to still have them, or remembering her with a quiet memorial for those who did not. But as we know today, Mother's Day is a highly commercialized endeavor used to sell brunch, jewelry, cards, flowers, and candy. Anne grew contempt for the holiday she started as it strayed far away from her original intentions and she spent the rest of her life trying to reform it to no avail. So now you have a tiny bit of history behind Mother's Day, but where does that leave us, the motherless on Mother's Day? In 2016, I wrote a blog post titled 10 Things to Do on Mother's Day If Your Mother is Gone. It was my first Mother's Day without my mom and I had reached out to some connections on social media to see what others do to keep from being overwhelmed with sadness on Mother's Day. Here is what we came up with together. Number one, you could visit her resting place. Um, Unfortunately, uh, if you are a fan of the show and you've listened before, you may know that my mom doesn't have a final resting spot. So, um, you know, you could always visit a place that was special to her. When my mom came to visit me here in Ottawa, she wanted to go to the Ottawa Locks. So I think it would be a really nice place to take a picnic or something and just enjoy the space. Uh, The second thing you can do is even donate to her favorite charity. Is there a cause that your mom felt strongly about? Uh, If there was a place your mom donated to in the past, she would love the fact that you're carrying on her legacy by sharing your treasure as well. I think that's a great thing to do. Um, My mom was super into, uh, you know, giving what you have to those who don't. So I think it would be a really nice thing to donate to charity for your mom's sake. Uh, Number three is something you can do is you could bring out the photos and reminisce. Now, I know everyone deals with grief differently. Uh, I found it very therapeutic to talk about her, of course. That's why I have my own podcast all about it. Um, And, you know, I like to look at the pictures of her smiling face. I have a few of them right here on my podcasting desk. And I like to think about all the memories that we made together. So that's something that you could do if, if, you know, 
it wouldn't make you too sad. Number four, you could do something that she always wanted to do. Um, you know, maybe your mom dreamed of skydiving or bungee jumping, but she never had the nerve. Or maybe there was something that she wanted to do that she never got the chance. So you could do it in her honor. Um, I think there's something really satisfying about fulfilling a wish for someone so close to your heart. Number five, you could write about what you're feeling or you could write a letter to her. We've talked about this many times on the podcast before. Um, I think writing is such a good thing for people. It can really help get, you know, the feelings down on paper and kind of out of your brain where you think it's all, you know, you're the only one dealing with it. And once you get it out onto that paper, it's out there in the world. So you can just write in your journal. You can um, do the letter writing thing, which I've, I've mentioned on the podcast a couple times. I write my mom like Christmas style letters and tell her what's been going on in the world. So I think it's an excellent way to say things that you wish you could say to her, even though she's not here. Uh, number six is something I love. You can get crafty. Uh, nothing makes me feel better than creating something with my own two hands, even if it's not perfect. So get inspired. Go check out Pinterest for that one thing you've wanted to make but never had the nerve. Take a trip to the craft store and get going. I love getting crafty. My mom was a super crafty lady. And uh, hey, you could even post your tutorial on Pearls for My Mom afterwards if you want. Uh, number seven is to get the kids involved. If you have your own kids, um, you know, it's your day as well. So your kids will want to make the day special for you. So let them spoil you and make you feel special because, you know, if you're a mom, that's a tough job, lady, and you're probably fabulous at it. So do, you know, let your kids, they, they really do want to celebrate you. So let them do that and it'll be fun. And you can even have them uh, help you celebrate your own mom. This number eight, you could volunteer at a nursing home or women's shelter. I actually teach music classes to little ones, toddlers, and I do a few of the classes at nursing homes. And I know that there are a lot of people there who don't get visits, um, especially from little ones or even from anybody. So, you know, you could always call the local nursing home and ask if they're taking, you know, card donations or if they're doing a lot of them do a Mother's Day brunch. And it's not just for the the mother's you know and their daughters who are there like there are a lot of people who who daughters whose daughters won't be able to be there so you know you could always go and visit them in the nursing home that would be really nice number nine you could release something in her honor um, I've heard a lot of people releasing lanterns balloons birds I myself participated in a butterfly release I think releasing something into the air is really symbolic it's a poetic way of honoring your mom now since writing that article I've you know, learned about the environmental impacts of doing these types of releases. So I checked it out. I found a website with alternative options, um, and I can link that in the show notes, things that you can release other than, you know, balloons and, and butterflies and lanterns and things like that. Number 10 is to care for yourself and be gentle with yourself. You know, it's important to follow your heart and only do what makes you feel comfortable. So maybe none of these ideas uh, speak to you, and maybe you just want to relax and you know, if you need to cry, do that. If you need to take a nap, you should do that. Don't put unnecessary expectations on yourself. Treat yourself to something that will make you feel good and don't worry about what other people want you to do. So if, if Mother's Day is just going to be a day where you have to, you know, lay in bed or if you have to just go outside and, and sit or if you need to cry, like whatever you have to do, definitely do it because you don't want to put those unnecessary expectations on yourself, like I said, and um, end up not enjoying your day. 
So this is by no means a comprehensive list. It's just 10 things, but it's a few ideas to get you started. Now for the rest of the episode, I'd like to give you a gift. Here are all the pearls of wisdom that have been presented on the show so far. I hope you enjoy this look back at some of my favorite moments from the Pearls from My Mom podcast. So we will just kick it off here with episode number one, which was actually Pearls from Margie Kahat. That would be my mom. And these are my two favorite pearls from her. So enjoy. The Pearl of Wisdom from my mom, there are two, but I think the one that I love the most, and I actually have it here on this card. Um, it says, you take the best and you leave the rest, which basically just means, you know, <laughs> like there's, there's all kinds of stuff that happens in life. And that's actually the second pearl of wisdom is it's not what happens to you in life, but what you do with it that counts. And I think that that just kind of sums up who my mom was and who she taught me to be. And I try to keep those in mind every single day. And some days it's easier than others. You know, some days it's easy to get kind of lost in the the fray and the fracas of life and, you know, kind of just work, get worked up about things that don't matter. But really, in the grand scheme of things, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens in life. And you, you should just think about the positives and don't worry about the stuff that you can't control. And, you know, so take the best, leave the rest. And it's not what happens to you in life, but what you do with it that counts. Now from episode two, we have Mary Rogers. Mary is from the Experience 50 podcast. And I, the pearl of wisdom that I want to share from Mary is actually from Mary herself. This was one of the most profound moments I've had since my mom has passed away. And I, I'll let you listen to Mary's pearl of wisdom, but it has absolutely changed the way that I've thought about the relationship with my mother uh, since since she's been gone. So here we go. Let's listen to Mary. For, you know, 20 years, my relationship with her has continued to evolve over each of those 20 years. And mm -hmm. what I want people to know is that just because your mom is gone, your relationship with her is not over. I as I go through experiences every day or milestone events for my own family, I think about my mom. I don't, I mean, I, I, this may sound obsessive, but I don't think a day goes by that I don't think about my parents. And I don't think that's obsessive at all. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 um, you know, and I wonder what would my mom say about this? You know, what would she advise me or it could be oh now I understand why my mom said that to me as a teenager while I'm dealing with my teenager mm -hmm. and so things that I never could have appreciated or understood about her when I was 25 I now do and so I see her a little differently as my life goes on so I talk to her, but it's not like I say, you know, hey, mom, <laughs> and expect a response of any kind. But I ponder my mother in different situations in my life, and that makes my feelings about her change. And also, it makes, it gives me a better understanding of her feelings toward me. Wow. And so the relationship has continued to grow for the last 20 years. 
And next up is episode three with Chris Baker Dirsch. Let's hear what she has to say. Chris has a podcast called No Extra Words. And this is what she had to say about her favorite pearls of wisdom from her mom. It was, I was working my first job, so I was 16, and I had a coworker who was driving me batty, like just, you know, you know how it is. You have people who you can't get along with, but it's your first job, so you don't know that that's normal. And I was just complaining to her about this person, and I just can't even stand this person, and how do you work with people like that? And my mom was a very religious person, but I think this works even in a secular sense. Um, but she said, you know, we are told we're all made in the image of God that's where we come from and if that's true then there's god in everyone and your job is to find the god because that's where you can relate to and that was just so profound and i have come back to that time and time and time and time and time again i think even if you take you know if you're not a religious person even taking the religion out of it and saying you know there's something of beauty and truth inside all of us that makes us human and you have to look for it to find it in some people because some people are hard to get along with. And I have, I have done that with people who I've had to work for. <laughs> like I have done that with people I've had to work with, you know, but realizing that there's gotta be something inside everyone and it's my job to find it was super profound. So oh. I think that might've been a moment of hers that she, um, she probably said at the end of the day, man, I'm a good parent when I figured out how to explain that. <laughs> and then the other one is one she used to say all the time. She didn't believe in coincidences at all. Okay. She didn't think that anything was accidental. She used to call it a God incidence, which I think she got from a Bible study. But like, and I think I'm not sure if I'm as gung-ho about as her about not believing in coincidences. Like she would literally, you know, the cl traffic cleared. It's like, well, that was meant to be so I could make this left turn. <laughs> I don't think that I take it to that extreme, but I do think that most things in life aren't really coincidences. Most things are opportunities that have been sort of opened up for you. Um, and not as much as we realize is accidental. And it's like I say, it took me a long time to get to the point where I realized those were pearls of wisdom that she left me that I wasn't even looking for because they had just been part of like everyday conversations that we had. All right. And next up we have Leah. Episode four was Leah. She is the founder of littlelegacies.org. And it's a program that teaches kids to be able to write through their life-altering conditions. So Leah's got some great pearls of wisdom from her mom. So let's hear what she has to say. But I do remember that the way that she lived her life taught me so much. My mom was a survivor. She, she survived getting divorced and raising a child by herself. She survived cancer the first time. Um, she always lived her life like every day mattered like every day was important she she lived her life that taught me that other people also matter and that there is beautiful things about everybody regardless of what they look like on the outside um and I think what she she ultimately taught me was that the meaning of life is connecting with other people and living your life in a way that you can lessen the suffering in other people because that's the way that she lived she was always she was always very aware of how other people were feeling the struggles they were going through and how she could help those people. Um, and so I think that's the wisdom that she taught me is she, she taught me that, that that's what life is really all about. Beautiful words from Leah there. And next up we have pearls from Sarah's mom. Sarah Giampo is a, a motherhood mindset coach and an author, and she has a lot of great insight from her mother. So let's hear what kind of pearls of wisdom her mom gave to her. I would say her best advice to me 
um, that anyone can apply into their own life is to, to, to be yourself and to honor who you are and to not try to be anybody else because, you know, it's easy. We're social creatures to look, look up to other people and try to emulate who they are. But her, her best advice was just, just be you, even if you're unique and different and, you know, you don't go along with the mainstream. Like if your thoughts are a little bit outside of the mainstream to be yourself. And most importantly was to love it, to love people. You know, she, she didn't see that human beings, I mean, she saw obviously that we're all different shades of skin tone and that some of us are tall and some of us are short and some are fat and some are skinny, but none of that mattered to her. She said, when you look at a person, you look at their heart and that's what matters. So I think that's really wisdom that applies to, to everyone and how to be in life is to, to recognize we're all in this together, even though sometimes it may not feel like it. And that what matters is what's, what's on the inside. That's great advice from Sarah's mom. And next up, we have Christina's mom. Uh, Christina is the founder of the Pearl Project at pearlproject.org. She is trying to help raise funds and awareness for lung cancer. So that's a a charity that's very close to my heart. So I hope you check out her work. But for now, let's check out the pearls from Christina's mom. Yeah. Um, well, the first one that comes to mind is actually, I want to call it a pearl of wisdom that has been passed down for generations. Um, and that is passed down by women, meaning like my grandmother, my great grandmother, my grandmother, and my mom. Mm-hmm. And that is to keep your own name at the top of your list. And that is something that my mom told me, something my grandmother told me, and um, a pearl of wisdom that she, that my grandmother had heard. And I think it was, you know, it's very simple, um, but it is a piece of advice that I really have lived by um, as a young mother, um, as someone who did lose her mother at a very young age. And... um, to remember to take care of myself Mm -hmm. Um, because it's so easy, especially with grief and with loss to stop taking care of oneself. Um, And it was very tempting many times to just like not take care of myself physically, um, not, you know, not maintain a healthy diet, not exercise, um, not get therapy when I needed it. Um, not reach out to my friends when I knew that I probably should because I needed support. Um, and it was so tempting to just kind of fall into a funk and, and not take care of myself. And I ended up really needing to because I didn't have my mom to take care of me. And um, so I really tried and tried and tried to keep my own name at the top of my list, which is something that I think as women, we're kind of conditioned not to do because we're conditioned to be caretakers mm-hmm. and take care of your family, take care of your children and be nurturing. But we also, we need to take care of ourselves to be our, be the best person for the people we love. Um, so it is, it's a simple phrase, but it's one that really, I think has a lot of wisdom in it. Um, and it's really helped me, uh, from a very young age, um, maintain perspective, 
and a level of maturity uh, that I think was needed to, to get through it. That is simple, but really great advice. So I think that's, that's great stuff from Christina's mom. Uh, next up, we have episode seven, I think is where we're at now. And this is Charles. And he talks to us about the pearls from his mom. Charles Kelly is from the Something Random podcast, a very funny guy. So let's check out and hear what Charles has to say. The best piece of advice that you gave me was um, tattooed on my wrist. Okay. Uh, I have a, a greater than or equal to sign tattooed on my wrist. Okay. And um, there, there's a there's an Ernest Hemingway quote where he talks about how true nobility is is better is not being better than other people, but that true nobility is being better than one's previous self. Hmm. And that's paraphrasing a little bit. I don't think I have the quote memorized, nope. but uh, that alone is something that my parents in general and my mom specifically tried to remind me consistently that it's not it's not about being better than you know jeff down the road it's not being better than the jones it's trying to consistently better yourself every day and if you can say tomorrow that you are better a better person and doing better at what you're trying to accomplish in life than you were yesterday then that's a success no matter where you are in your life whether that is hey i didn't take drugs today mm-hmm. that's that's incredible yeah. you are a better person than you were and that's something that my mom always strived to teach me and my brother and i mean she wouldn't say it as eloquently but um yeah that's i think that is the best advice that my mom gave me that is some great advice from charles's mom and i did look up that ernest hemingway quote i got you buddy it is There is nothing noble in being superior to your fellow man. True nobility is being superior to your former self. So that is great, great advice. Next up from episode eight, we have pearls from Melissa Salerno's mother. And she was really brave to come on the show because she had just lost her mom a few months prior to coming on the show. So let's hear what Melissa's mom has to say as far as her pearls of wisdom. I think if she if her life became a phrase or a sentence um it would just really be to live intensely and feel everything and enjoy everything and give it your all um and and really to to love love those around you and surround yourself with the people who make you feel good and who support you back. I love that. Sounds like, you know, like I said, it sounds like she was just full of life. And, and it sounds like from talking to you that you're doing the same. So you really did, you know, you've taken that pearl of wisdom and you've, you know, you, you decided you weren't where you wanted to be in your job. So boom, we're done with that. You're moving on, you're reinventing. And I think that, that you're doing exactly that advice. And I think that's all your mom could ever possibly want, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's, that's kind of my goal is to just really, you know, I know it's kind of cliche, but this isn't a dress rehearsal. So where, what do I want my obituary to say? Or what do I want? What kind of, you know, I want people to have tremendous memories of me having a great time with them, not like, oh, she worked 20 bazillion hours a day, or you know what I mean? Or, 
she was crabby because she was overtired and overworked and you know. <laughs> I take that advice very uh to heart because you know I think it's really important to do what you love and love what you do and if you're not in love with what you're doing then you should definitely find a different path so those are great pearls of wisdom Next up from episode nine, we have pearls from Kelly's mom. Kelly's got a really cool business, by the way. It's a, I think it's called Now and Then Double Takes. So I've got the, the link in the show notes there. But um, she's got some really great pearls of wisdom from her mom that she lost five years ago. So let's find out what Kelly's mom told her. You know, um, I'm sure there are a ton. But one thing that keeps coming up, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I still apply it, but I can remember her telling me all the time, this too shall pass. Like, put it in perspective. It's not, it, this is not gonna, this is not gonna ruin your life. You know, um, I'm sure she, I'm sure I'm the one she said it to most because so many things that I just as growing up was like acting like, you know, life's never going to be the same for whatever had happened, you know, but she would always say this, this too shall pass. And so um, I think with what's everything going on in the world and just, just life is hard. Um, I think you have, having to have that kind of perspective of realizing tomorrow's going to be better. If it's not the next day will, you know, it is going to be better at some point. So I think that in the grief, that part was really, I mean, like knowing that, I, especially in that first year uh, and in that, those first weeks, um, trying to think of how in the world you could talk about her without sobbing mm-hmm. um, or feeling like, like, yeah, like you could, that it, that it would, that that kind of pain would lift. Not that it's, not that I miss her any less you know um but just that I can breathe I mean really I mean the grief is that hard just that you can the and being able to 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 know or to have it in perspective because at the time in the middle of it you don't see that there's any way like I can remember that first year not having any way to be able to envision how I could be in five years with her gone Those are some great words of wisdom from Kelly's mom. And I love how she applied it to the grieving process as well, because definitely, you know, there are days that are better than other, but you certainly learn how to live with it and live through it. And I think those are wise words. So I definitely appreciate that. Next up from episode 11, we have Anita Heidema, the pearls of wisdom from her mom. Anita is a really cool lady. She has a foundation that she started to raise awareness for Lewy body dementia. So hope you check that episode out. But for now, let's see what Anita's mom told her. Um, I, there's so many of them, but I know she was really important on 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 keeping yourself healthy, mm-hmm. and um, you know, eating the right foods, um, living every moment and every day um, to the fullest, and and keeping yourself healthy. Now, unfortunately, I mean, I I can't figure out how this ended up happening to her. I think it's maybe pesticides that she had when she lived on the farm when she was a kid because. My mom was the epitome of health, eating all the right foods, mm-hmm. everything organic, like, you know, um, but I still truly believe in what she said, you know, living a healthy lifestyle and living every day um, to its fullest, you know, is probably what my mom's pearl of wisdom, you know, would be. So 
that's some great advice from Anita's mom. And by the way, you can check me out on Anita's podcast. She has an episode that's dropping on Mother's Day, and it features me as the guest. It's Aha Moments to Success, so you can check that out. I'll put the link in the show notes there. But uh, I'll be talking about how, you know, I'm working my way through uh, to be successful, even though I've had the challenges. So check that out, Aha Moments to Success. And next up from episode 12, we have pearls from Sierra's mom. And Sierra is passionate about helping people who have dropped out of college still feel like they are able to be successful and awesome with her podcast. I believe it's called College Dropout. So let's check out what Sierra's mom had to say. Uh, greatest pearl of wisdom for my mom, I would have to say, it, it would go back to to just working hard and not having any excuses. Um prime example is I had my first job when I was 12 thanks to my mom so it's like I like I said before she just taught me that no matter what is going on like don't make any excuses figure it out get it done um don't wait on anybody to do anything for you just get it done like you can't sit back and cry and ask why me that that doesn't fix the situation like work hard and and she also another great pearl of wisdom i'm sorry i have two is that you you can literally like do whatever you want to do whatever you want to do you can go from nothing to something i watched her do it you can do it too i love that pearl from sierra's mom those two pearls that she gave me there it's so great how moms have always been so encouraging to us and you know just making us feel like we can fly if we wanted to so um thanks for sharing those sierra and next up from episode 14 we have pearls from nancy's mom nancy is one super cool chick she's a super fan she's uh she stays in communication on uh, podbean for me so that's really cool so let's hear what nancy's mom had to say to her oh yes i know what it is because i do it every day take care of yourself she really believed that if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to get end up in the hospital or end up seeing your doctor. And when you get older, your doctor, I'm not saying anything bad about doctors, mind you, but they just give pills. And when they give you a pill for an ailment, it has side effects. And then you're going to take another pill for that side effect and another pill for that side effect until you got a whole prescription of pills. My mom believed in take care of yourself. Stay away from the doctors and hospital if you can by eating well, by exercising, moisturizer, moisturizing, moisturizing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> take care. Yeah, oh yeah. Take and and you you know just just overall take care of yourself so you don't have to go to a hospital. So you don't have to keep going to your doctors. And I do that every day, and I'm not on any medication. I'm 67. Um, a lot of people say I don't look my age. No, I'm 66. I'm sorry. And uh, I strive to live the way my mom said to. And, and it's working. So there you have it. Another pearl from a mom about eating healthy, exercising, and basically just taking care of yourself. Because we know that if you are not there to, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be there to take care of anybody else. So that's great stuff from Nancy's mom. Next up, we have Lisa Zarotny and telling stories and pearls from her mom. Lisa is a personal organization and productivity coach and just an all around amazing lady. So let's hear what Lisa's mom had to say. 
But the first thing I want to share is one quote that always sticks out for me and really did have an impact on me. And it is what you don't have in your head, you have to have in your feet. <laughs> I need and, you to elaborate on that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the, the way that that was described is that if you don't think about you know, what you need, remember what you need, you know, have a system for that. You're going to have to keep going back and forth. You, you end up having to compensate by moving more, so to speak. I think it was, to me, it was like a planning and an efficiency kind of thing. Hmm. Like think about it first and then, you know, like you make the trip. And I, st I tell you to this day, it's probably part of why I'm a productivity coach and there's like an efficiency to it. As I think about it, I'm like, okay, what are the things I need? And where am I? I'm going upstairs right now. How can I be most efficient? You know, because if you go and then you come back and then you're like, oh, I forgot that. And then you go and don't get me wrong. I've walked into rooms and I'm like, why am I here? So I'm, <laughs> this is by no means <laughs> a judgment, but it's this concept of thinking about it first and having it in your head and understanding what you need to accomplish. And then you don't have to, you know, keep going back and forth so much. Oh, that's awesome. I can use that in the grocery store. I swear. I'm like one of the people that I go for the vegetables and then I go in the middle and then I'm like, oh, I forgot the apples. Ugh. Anyway, Ooh, yeah. All right, I, will, I will keep your mom's pearl. So that's her. That was the phrase that you, you had. And I think that's awesome. Yes. What she showed me, the way that she lived is that there is always a way to accomplish what you need to accomplish and want to accomplish. And that action is really key. Like I said, she was the implementer and she could just figure anything out. We need to make money. She could find a way, you know, she just had that, that drive and then that creativity. I mean, you know, now that I think about it, I, I got my, I'm, I'm a total MacGyver mom and I totally got that from her. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just the way she lived was that there's always a way we can figure this out and, but you got to act on it. And that's a really big like theme for me this year mm -hmm. it, because we can think and we can plan all we want, but you got to move on it. Right. When you want to make it happen. Those are some wise words. And Lisa is out there making it happen. She is one of the most active people and she's always out there helping people in the different Facebook groups I'm in. She's just, um, she's commenting, she's offering advice, and she is so genuine and everything. So uh, she's one of my favorite people. So way to go, Lisa and Lisa's mom. Thanks for that advice. Next up, we have another dynamic lady. This is Julie Ostro. She is, you know, the lady that I interviewed that was the American Laughing Champion, the first ever American Laughing Champion. And she, uh, you know, does a lot of coaching for people, you know, for businesses to be able to use improv to help improve their, their speaking skills and everything like that. She's just fantastic. So let's find out what Julie's mom told her. I remember coming home from middle school and I was talking about a story saying, hey, Mary said such and such about, about, about Jane. And my mom said, you know even though you didn't say it and because you're you're repeating it it's as if you said it too don't do that hmm. so she was very quick to correct me if i was getting in that gossipy mode mm -hmm. no don't you wouldn't want anybody to do that to you my mom did that too my mom really yeah if my sister and i we would like 
we would either like make not make fun of somebody we were like pretty nice people but you know all kids are kind of like whatever and Mm -hmm. my mom would say like well it's a good thing that I have two perfect children that just have the right and you know they can make fun of anybody that they want (laughs) yes down every time we were like oh and you know what and I had something else that wrote down because I wanted to make sure I covered a couple things that we you know, before our conversation. And if I would criticize something on TV, like, oh my gosh, did you see her outfit? And meanwhile, I'm talking about about a skater who's doing, you know, a triple sow cow, you know, three in a row. Like, oh my gosh, did you see that? Oh, can you do better? Or or, what? Or, oh my gosh, she tripped up a little bit. Can you do better? Whoa. So it's all about don't criticize other people. You know, take a look at yourself. <laughs> but she said it in a way, it sounds like with your mom too, but my mom said it in a way of, that made me think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, you know, it just kind of was like, oh, wait, yeah, you know what? You're right. And it, it's that teaching of empathy. And gosh, I think our world needs that more than ever nowadays, just, you know, with the internet and all the ugliness. And I really think we maybe hopefully more people like us will walk around sounding like our moms. Empathy. <laughs> It's the empathy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly right. She inherited, my mom was like her mom and my grandma lived near us in a nursing home. And when we go to see grandma, even she had the smallest scoop of her favorite ice cream, which is butter pecan. My grandma always offered it. Even if it was like her last bit, she'd always offer it. So I think her generosity and caring passed down to her daughter, my mom. Mm-hmm. I think that's really nice. I do too. It's nice that moms are there to teach us how to be better people and to how to treat people with the utmost respect. And I really appreciate Julie sharing those memories and those pearls of wisdom with me. Now, last but not least, as far as the greatest hits pearls from my mom episode goes, we've got uh, episode 17 with Lisa Bethlecois. And she is going to share some pearls from her mom. Now, Lisa also has a podcast. It's called Superpower You. So definitely check that out. But for now, let's hear what Lisa's mom told her. Said when I, when I knew she was dying, I really did, was grasping. And I did want her to, you know, to tell me what to do or how to be. And I, because it wasn't natural to her, at one point, uh, just in, in the last week, I'd say before she died, I said, Mom, um, you know, can you give me a directive? Please give me a life directive. Tell me, tell me some, tell me something that I should remember when you're gone, you know? And she said, she said, um, very simply, just very typical of my mom. She said, um, uh, love each other, be happy and help as many people as you can. Mm. And that is so typical of my mom. And I just kind of like, almost like grasped it like a starving person, you know, I wrote it down and I memorized it. And I will always, you know, asked if I have something like this, it's a, it's the perfect, you know, it's the thing, it's the, the thing. And, um, and I very explicitly got it. I very, you know, I very explicitly said, I need a directive. I need something. Tell me something. Tell me a way to live my life that I can keep going back to. Like I instinctively knew I was going to want something like that pearl of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I explicitly asked for it. And it's interesting because it's so much my mom, right? It's simple and, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, and I think she, she was the kind of person who 
really, she was very, she had a lot of humility. Some of it was born of her own maybe insecurity and self-esteem. And some of it was because she just was kind of a humble person. And she just didn't think anything she did was particularly special. And I think she's like, well, I don't really have anything wise to say. There's nothing really particularly you know, deep or profound, I'm going to tell you, Lise, but, you know, she didn't say that, but that was, that's kind of the subtext to it and the way she would have, would have offered it, you know, I think. Um, yeah, so it's kind of just something I hold on to. I do have, I did record some conversations with her in the last week or so mm-hmm. uh, before she died. I have not been able to listen to them yet, but I, I am happy to have them and to know they're there for when I'm ready to listen to them. Lisa mentioned having recordings, and I actually have some as well. I played one in the very first episode of Pearls from my mom. It was a silly little voicemail. My mom left. She was feeling chipper one day. and uh, But I have some other ones, and I'm really happy I have them. My mom, when she found out her cancer was terminal, she made a video for the family. And I'm sure the video was really hard to make, but she did leave some amazing pearls of wisdom in that video. And she also talks about her own mother, my grandma, Cassie, who is still alive and kicking. I think she's 87 this year, so she's rocking it. Shout out to grandma if you happen to know how to listen to podcasts. Here we are. Happy Mother's Day to you. But um, I'd actually like to play those for you. So there's a couple snippets. There's one uh, where she's talking about my grandma, like I said. And then there's another one where she gives us one of my favorite pearls of wisdom, And to my sister, if you happen to listen to any episode, I hope it's this one because there's a message for you in there too. I especially have always tried to model after the good things that my mother taught me about loving and being positive and trying to have compassion and concern for other people. I used to call my mother one of life's little cheerleaders because she taught me how to sing and she taught me how to be happy and help others. Sometimes I said things in the past and one of the things that I've said to both of you, Sarah and Jesse, was it's not what happens in life that defines us. It's what we do about what happens that shows our character and shows the world what kind of person we are. You too have certainly shown the whole world your courage and your love and your compassion. And you make the world a better place for me. You are my contribution to a better world. So, my dear listener, thank you so much for tuning in for our first ever Mother's Day, dare I call it an extravaganza, clip show, uh, greatest hits of pearls from my mom so far. I want to thank everybody that's been on my show so far and everybody that's expressed interest in coming on the show. I, this, you can't imagine what this does for my soul. And I'm so happy to be able to help people share their mom's stories and help share their mom's pearls of wisdom. And I hope that Mother's Day is a beautiful day for everybody out there. Even if it's a bit tougher, um, you know, you can get through it. And this too shall pass. One of of our moms said that. So, you know, just take it easy on yourself and and have 
have a great day. And if you want to message me, if anybody out there is feeling lonely or alone, that's the last thing in the world I want. So if you're looking for somebody to talk to, please find me. Uh, you can find me everywhere on social media, Pearls from My Mom on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There's a private Facebook group that you can join as well. If you go to pearlsfrommymom.com, you can find all the links for everything. If you are enjoying the show and you'd like to donate, you know, any kind of money to the show, you're more than welcome to do that. I would probably use it to take some classes to figure out how to properly adjust my audio settings. You may or may not have noticed that they're not perfect. But anyway, there's a Patreon link on the website as well. And if you would like to email me, you can catch me at pearlsfrommymom at gmail.com. And like I said, I hope all the mothers out there have a beautiful Mother's Day. I hope everybody that's out there that's hurting is able to enjoy the day and get through it. And as always, keep sharing to keep the legacy alive.